Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Phillies Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne, joined by... John Brazier. Oh, man, I love that open. Uh, a little smoother this time. Very smooth. Time. I got a question to ask you, John, right sure. off the bat. Uh, we always do this podcast usually after lunch. Uh, you are considered soup man, correct, uh, here at the ballpark? I'm hoping when, uh, as you know, we have an um, employee uh, lunchroom, and they put the soup on, which is soup every day, whether it's summer, winter, fall, Spring, and they put the soup on. It's ready at about 11 o'clock. Now, employees th- really don't start coming up here until about 11.30, 11.45 to eat, right? It's a great system we have here where the, all the employees get to eat together. But uh, I have a little breakfast in the morning, but my hunger pangs start really hitting me at about 11 o'clock. And I go up, as you know, yeah. and I get a <laughs> cup of soup. And I'll eat any soup. I love soup. And I've, and I've loved soup since I was a kid. And I get a cup of soup almost every day. No at 11. It it's very at odd because you, you, you walk around in the morning with a cup of soup every, every day. You have a cup of soup. When I come down, 11.05. Here's my question. Yes. What do you think of the mushroom brie? Oh, I love the mushroom brie. I love the mushroom yeah. brie, too. There's certain ones that are near and dear, and that's <laughs> yeah. one that's... That's top three. Yeah. Uh, top yeah. five. Top five. Top five. What, what are the other four? Well, Maryland crab is one. Love Maryland crab whenever okay. they have that. Right. I love they have this uh, tortellini soup, like a little tomato tortellini soup. That's a soup. good one. Uh, I like that one. Any vegetable. I, lo- I love the vegetable. Um, Do you like the I don't uh, like corn? the thick ones. Oh, I, lo- I, I like the crab yeah. and corn. Crab and That's corn. That's the only thick one that I... That okay. I really like. And that chicken one is good. That's also a cream based, that chicken that has corn and uh, what do they call it? There's yep. a certain P- name. P- for Pamblano. That. Yes. Yes. And then also, the, remember, you know, the one that's also really good is that beef uh, uh, pot pie. or the, No, not pot pie. They call it um, beef pot or something. You know, it's like tomato with some beef. Yeah, yeah. Beef pot, I think they call it. Tomato beef pot. It's almost like a chili. Uh, that one? A little or, uh, bit. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got a red tomato base. So you're in a good mood because you had your mushroom brie soup. Well, actually, today, uh, <laughs> when, for lunch, I had a crab, corn and crab away from the ballpark. What? Yeah, corn and crab soup. Again, it's summertime or fall time. But Where'd you go? Well, I went down to the Palm. You're kidding me. I did. You've been spending a lot of time <laughs> at the Palm lately. I have been spending time da. at the Palm. Should we just get this out of the way right well, now? Well, look at you eating at the Palm. <laughs> I had no idea, should actually. That's we, so funny. Should we get this out of the way right you now? You go ahead. It's your story. You want me to say it? All right. Yeah, go well, ahead. We're going to make an announcement, and, and Rob Brooks, who's our engineer slash producer, Correct. is looking at us right now because he doesn't know the story. He doesn't even know. Right. We've kept us quiet, right? Yeah. And it's hard to do for me, I know. For you, it's very, very, <laughs> very difficult. Hard to keep this in. But uh, 
if you go down to the Palm, I'll direct it, look right at Rob Brooks. If you go down to the Palm now, they have a little private room, right? Yeah. And uh, they did some renovations, right? Love the place right in Broad Street, right in the Bellevue, right? Rob's familiar with the Palm. Yes. If you go into the private room, you will see the podcast picture of John Brazier and Tom Burgoyne. It's our pod. It's our official podcast picture. We are up on the wall, and the only other people up on the wall are Bernie Perrant in the sports area. Joe Alt, uh, uh, Joe Watson, Joe Watson, Bernie Perrant, Joel Embiid, and right? then from the, the Fanatics Eagles, on there. Uh, who's on for the Eagles? Uh, Fletcher Cox. Yep. And uh, one of the other Eagles, I forget. And who us, it is. and us knuckleheads. So we are thinking about uh, now. We we'll, love the palm, by the way, but we are thinking about maybe doing our podcast. Uh, next year or maybe in the off season at the Palm in that private little room. Wouldn't that be fun? Tom and I, Tom and I, we're gonna, going to have our – we're in a fantasy football league. We are opponents in our fantasy football league. Yes. Nobody knew about it. We kept the secret quiet. I, were, I was lobbying to have our – and it was all Phillies employees. I was lobbying to have our fantasy football draft in that private room <laughs> right below the picture just to see everyone's face when they walked in going, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> which we would have gotten that from everybody. Yes, we would have. Of which Tom and I did bring an employee named Debbie Nacido. We've mentioned her several times. Uh, she is, um, how do you put it, uh, the wheel is spinning but the hamster's dead. And <laughs> that's how we, you put it. I love Debbie. Oh, you, oh, you're staying innocent on this of one. Of course. Well, we brought, Deb, you we, we brought De- Debbie into the room, and she walked right, and we got a table right underneath the picture, and she missed it. It's right in front of her. <laughs> she and sat she, down and right she, next she, to and our And then she sat Rob. with her back to it, and so we're trying to say, Debbie, why don't you sit over here? It's a much better view. It's like a view of what? <laughs> we're like, look, look at all the Debbie. Look around. Look at all the celebrities here. John was here. videotaping, was and I'm it. like, yeah, oh, look, um, it's Joel and Beep, Deb. Look at that. And she goes, yeah. And then her, her head turns and she goes and John and she goes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and I did it today kind of with uh, the, the Michelle fun- Diva Rob, so. the funny thing is it's a great caricature of Chris Collinsworth that's supposed to be John Brasher well, <laughs> it looks like it well, looks like Collinsworth Dave, but then Dave, Dave Buck said I look like Pat Boone Pat Boone he brought up a picture and did a side by side of uh, I Frazier of course take Boone. a take a better tact and I say I look like Paul Newman in that <laughs> picture you know but uh, <laughs> well, okay. But yeah, Papoon's really aging us. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, Rob, you're not, your microphone's not on, so we don't. We <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, Rob says I look like, like Pat Boone well, every day. Is that better than Daniel Boone? Who is it? Or so yeah, that was pretty. That was fun. You Bob even Boone. surprised me with that, John. So uh, yes. I thought not that day. I knew, I guess, the week before we uh, that happened that uh, you know that our picture was on there. It was very funny. We had a lot of fun with it. Now you're talking about the podcast. We have to. We have a lot to discuss about taking our podcast on the road. Yep. Uh, my thing is, I think they have to call that Bur- uh, room the Burgoyne Braze Room before we consider maybe going and doing our. I like that. I like there. that but negotiation the right there. Room. We'll have to talk to Julie down there, Lynn, and get, <laughs> yes. get, get approval. But it's pretty cool. Um, and, we, and we also have uh, football season yes. starting. Did you yeah. go to the game on Sunday? Absolutely. Yeah, I was there. Uh, with had, your was brothers? There with my three brothers, my son, and my nephew. And uh, great time. You know, that first half was brutal. Um, but did you uh, think? Did you think when they were down seventeen nothing? Did you would would you have thought that they, they could come back? 
I wasn't throwing in the towel. And then when Deshaun makes the catch, yep. you know, in that second quarter, it's like, okay, we're in this game. And then I, they really came out. The Eagles came out gangbusters in the second half. Um, I'm a little nervous about the Eagles' defense this year, especially with uh, Jackson uh, going down, uh, their defensive tackle slash Malik Jackson, yep. yep. So uh, I'm a little nervous that Washington was able to do that, even for just a half. But um, the offense certainly was awesome. All right. Do you think uh, we have our transaction deadline in fantasy football today at 5 o'clock? Do you think everyone's going to be bidding on Deshaun Jackson? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Deshaun, I think Do you he's have a out bid there. for Deshaun Jackson I right do now? not. No. Tell I, me the truth. I put up a 184 spot on our executive vice president, Dave Buck, which uh, – Does is, that help your career path? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't think it does. You know, he's not real happy with me right now. You're going to find uh, out you're in early retirement. So when you're doing the podcast in the offseason, you'll, you'll be in early retirement. <laughs> could be. That could be. Uh, so that was fun. And then, John, hey, don't look now, but – the Braves are in town. Um, you know, we're only a couple games out of the wild card spot. And um, we're recording this on Wednesday, so we yeah. just had a wild game last night with five home runs, including a, uh, two home runs. And that Corey Dickerson's home run. Yeah. Whew. I mean, I, I'm telling you, that was upper deck, a line drive, and it was still going up. It wasn't coming down. Yeah. I mean, I, do, what did they do? Did they chart that? What, I'm four, sure they did. F- I think it was like 447 or something. Well, Rob, whatever, was that right? Whatever like it was. 43, whatever home run last night. Whatever it was, tack on 30. Because yeah. it's, it's, it was that, a bomb. That thing was an absolute bomb. My son Andrew texted me, and, and I was like, yeah, you know, and uh, Dickerson, and I said, yeah. I said, he reminds me a lot of my son Andrew's, one of his favorite players was Hunter Pence. He reminds me of Hunter Pence, just the way. Uh, uh, his ball, like when Hunter Pence was here, and it's the same thing with Bryce Harper. When he's in the batting cage, inside batting cage, uh, even if you're, if you're just walking by and you don't know who's in the cage, yes, or even if tell. the doors right. close, there the ball when it comes off their bat just explodes. explodes. The, the sound Bryce is Harper amazing. especially. I mean, Harper for sure, but Pence had the same thing. And Dickerson's got a, a very similar approach. I think he's a, he might be a little quirky, kind of like Hunter Pence, but he reminds me of Hunter a little bit. Well, I was hoping that he was going to have a three-home run game because he had a mm. chance at the end. He did. Uh, and supposedly he just missed one, like just fouled it off just right at the uh, – but that would have been the first three-home run game since – um, um, and what player? I, know I heard this last night. Uh, who was it? Jason Worth. Oh, it was Jason Worth. Jason Worth and Ryan Howard before that. Okay. Uh, but that, and how about that inside yes. the park home run? I was just going to say. Where it was great because, you know, Acuna, who's obviously one of the best players in baseball right now, uh, I think he f- was flashing a little bit. He so absolutely he catches was. it over the wall, and then he kind of, if he didn't swing the, the glove, all of a sudden the glove comes out. He looks stunned. Then he's trying to make a case to the umpire, and... God bless Scott Kingery because he kept running, 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 he running, 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 and then because if he's not, and it was a fairly close play, that if he didn't, you know, a lot of guys could have just kind of thought either it was a home run or thought it was a catch and kind of slowed up. He kept busting it all around there and. Uh, and that became obviously a big run. That was a huge run. We only won by a run. Six, and some great five. defensive plays. Real Muto. Yes. You had Bryce Harper's Harper. throw. I mean, it's just Kingery. Kingery's dive. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it was it was it was a very exciting game last night. The inside to Parker, though, it's still one of the most exciting plays. Uh, do you, th- I'll throw a question to you. Uh, who was the last guy to hit a inside the park home run for the Phillies? Ben Revere. In Ben Revere. Good <laughs> guess, actually, but incorrect. It was Nick Williams, and it wasn't. Uh, it was back in 2017. Okay. So it's been a while. I mean, when Chase was here, he had a. You know, he'd mix in one yep. or two, and uh, yeah, it's just so exciting. It is very exciting. Yeah, it's cool how that came uh, came about last night. But uh, hey, John, we have our first. This will be our first current player. Is our guest today? Ever. Yeah. Don't, pretty are you, cool. Are, are you nervous, Tom? <laughs> no, we love this guy, Phil Gosselin. Does he love the fanatic? Uh, come on, John. 
Other than Tommy Lasso, who doesn't right. love the fanatic, right? You're right. No. Exactly. I saw a video of, uh, the other night of Tommy Lasso. Uh, didn't he get he got Yuppie kicked out of a game? What? Yes, he got. They showed it last night on TV. The Yuppie, the right? old Montreal Expos when he was uh, with mascots. Yeah, yeah, he was up in the dugout, and then Tommy Lasso, who looked very slim, by the way, back way back when. Huh. I don't remember him being slim. But he basically got Yuki or Yuki, Yuppie. Yuppie, not Yuki Washington. Yuppie yes. kicked out of the uh, kicked out of that? the game. Yuppie now is the mascot of the Montreal Canadiens. He went from the Expos, and when the Expos moved to Washington, Yuppie was a just out there, and he's now with the Expos. How long has he been with no with the Canadians? Or Canadians? I'm How sorry, long has yeah, he been with the Canadians? With the Canadians? Long time. Yeah, like really? ten years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Is Yuppie in the Hall of Fame? He is, as a matter of fact. Is he's that right? the uh, the only bilingual mascot out there. Wow. All he's right. a French Canadian and a. Uh, you know, speaks English. Right. But he doesn't <laughs> speak. Uh, I'm sure Phil is a huge fanatic fan because, and we're going to find out about this, John, he grew up, as people know, in the Philadelphia area. So he grew up with the fanatic. How can he love him? Same high school as Ben Davis. I wonder, I wonder if he was a huge Ben Davis fan. <laughs> well, they ask him. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, John, and uh, we'll be back with Phil Gosselin. Back, Philly's backstage, and Phil Gosselin has joined us. How you doing, Phil? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time. I know you're getting ready for the game tonight. We're uh, taping this on Wednesday. Tom, let me ask you a question. Is, it a, is it a coincidence that the first time we had a player on backstage of Burgoyne and Braves is the guy that went to UVA? <laughs> is that a coincidence? <laughs> He's been pushing for this. Yeah, I would Does he imagine. Just wear you down when it yeah. comes to UVA stuff. John was ready for me to get back. I think getting called I up. I was totally ready because <laughs> we down in spring training. Spring we training. talked. It was right during the basketball yep. run, and that was. Uh, I mean, well, let's just get right. We'll go, go right. We want to go back into your. But let's let's go right into this. I mean, how great! I know listeners out there probably don't really care about UVA, but I do, and you do. Um, <laughs> But tell us about how what a great run that was as a UVA fan. How much fun was that? It was awesome. I mean, it was a lot of years of having a really good team and then coming up short, obviously, in March. Uh, but this team, just, I they just kind of felt different all year. I think you can agree with that, John. But, um, yeah, they, they finally got a couple breaks, and they played awesome. And um, I missed the first half of the national championship because I was playing in Lehigh. But luckily, our game was quick. Got to watch the whole second half. Was that on your mind, like literally, like during the game? Like were you, you're wondering, like you know, what is UVA doing right now? Yeah, I think I was in. You know, I would hit, and then if I wasn't hitting that inning, I'd go in and check the score inside. Um, had our clubhouse guy on top of that, and yeah, I was, I was definitely, you know, in the back of your mind. Once when you're not, uh, when you're not hitting, you're thinking about. I hope it's, you know, I hope it's gonna be close when I get in there in the second half. Well, spring training rumor had it you were telling Cap not to play on the days that they were playing. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, so you could be in the locker room watching the game. Yeah, you can't miss a national championship <laughs> run, you know. Uh, did, now, do you had a, you, you probably had a pool going right there, of course, for amusement only. But right. did, uh, but were you? I guess a lot of people picked UVA that year because they were number one in the nation, numbers in one yeah, seed. Yeah. I would imagine decent amount, but a lot of people were at the point where like, oh, they're never going to win at all. They can't with that system. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's one of those things you got to pick them in case they do win. Because if you don't pick them and they win, you feel like an idiot, especially your team. going there. Right. Yeah, your right. your own team. You got to do it. Well, you're on a roll a little bit because you're from the area. I mean, with Nova winning, you must be have some allegiance to Nova right. too, right? Over my, the years, my sister went to Villanova. Oh, there I, you I go. don't think she really cared at all when they won, but right. <laughs> she did good at Nova. Were you a Nova fan growing up? Uh, no, but my brother went to St. Joe's, so I liked, oh. liked both of them when St. Joe's made that run when they were undefeated that year and lost in the Elite yep, Eight. Jameer Nelson. Wow. Yeah, my brother was in school at St. Joe's, so I liked them. Um, like Nova, yeah, like my dad loved the Big Five growing up. That was like his, his thing. Um, so I've rooted for all the really the local teams. 
All right, so let's go back into time. Yeah, back into time. You know, I don't know if everybody knows your story, Phil, but, you know, you grew up in this area, obviously, Westchester. um, Wound up going to Malvern Prep. But uh, as a kid, what I'm always fascinated by, and, John, you and I have talked about this. We both played baseball, me and you, John, right? And we always – there was always that kid either – usually not even on your team. It was usually somebody you played against who, you know, was the guy everybody said, oh, he's – you know, he can throw, you know, he throws hard. Nobody, you know, you're eight, ten, nine, ten years old, but you know, like, that guy's good. You know, word gets out. Like, were you that guy growing up? Uh, I was good. I was, like, on the all-star teams and stuff in Little League, but I was never the best player. I was okay. small. I was, like, 5'4 when I went to yeah. high school. Yeah. So I was yeah. definitely a late bloomer. Um, I was athletic, but I don't think anybody was like, oh, that kid's going to play in the big leagues. I don't Did I don't you think pitch that. as a kid usually? Yeah, you know, yeah. I was pretty good in yeah. Little League. I pitcher wasn't, shortstop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pitcher shortstop. But exactly. one of my – John, I was pitcher shortstop <laughs> too, just, <laughs> just to set the record straight. Yeah, one of my best friends, I'm still really good friends with, he was – he was be- we would switch. He would pitch. I'd play short and vice yeah. versa, but he was better. I mean, he was better than me at that age. He was a lot bigger. I said I was small, but I was pretty good. Um, but I, like I said, I don't I don't think you anyone know, was like, this the, kid's awesome. The best pitcher uh, – my, my yeah. baseball career ended in Little League, then I switched over to lacrosse in sixth grade. But I remember the, in the All-Star game my last year, yeah. the best pitcher was this girl that – you know how, like, really? the girls basically sometimes grow much – Faster, mm-hmm. yeah. And there was a girl, Cindy. I can't remember her last name. In the uh, in the Wayne Little League, that was literally like the guys would buckle one because she was big, <laughs> huh. she was mean, and she was like, and she threw she threw heat better than any guy. Really? How about yeah. that? And you well, didn't want to strike out because it still is a girl. Where right. is but, she but now? I have no idea. But <laughs> Mo- Monet Davis before Monet, Monet right. Davis, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, was there a guy uh, in the league? Maybe you were playing when you were younger that uh, had some success and went on to the big leagues. I actually had a. Our Little League team was really good. Um, my buddy that I just talked about, he played at Georgia Southern. Um, another buddy played at Ursinus that did really well there. We probably had like four guys play Division One off our Little League All-Star wow, team. Wow. Great, great Valley Little League. Great. Did you guys uh, make it anywhere Like as far as – No, I think we lost in the district championship. So we were pretty good, but um, you know, not, not amazing or anything. But it was crazy. We had a lot of guys that at least played through high school and did well, and then a handful of us went on to play uh, – huh. Um, college baseball. Well, the other cool part of this is you, you were a Phillies fan growing mm-hmm. up, right? So uh, what were your kind of first memories of going to the vet, uh, favorite player, favorite team, you know, all that? Yeah, I got some good pictures when I first signed. Some people asked me. I got some sitting in the upper deck in the vet. Um, nice. You know, with my Phillies jersey on. I loved Scott Rowland when I was, mm-hmm. like, probably about 10, like late, mid, late uh, 90s there. Um, and then as I got older, I loved Otley and Howard and all those guys. And then I got to play against someone, you know. So how, was, how cool was is that? that was You're crazy. basically in the locker room with guys that you basically yeah. were I watching mean, Charlie, as a fan. Yeah. Charlie's my hitting coach now, and he was, you know, the, the leader of that team. They won it all. So it's, it's crazy. I never thought I was going to be a big leaguer. I never, like you said, I never was, like, the best kid or anything like that. Um, it's weird that I like baseball, to be honest. My dad never really played baseball. He played, I think he said, till he was, like, 10. Hmm. My older brother played till like, eighth grade, I think. And they were both more into basketball. But I think I had a good group of guys, like the Little League I was with, that we all liked baseball. And we all just liked hanging out. And that was probably a big reason. But, yeah, baseball wasn't, like, now you also running played the family. The, you played in the Carpenter Cup. I did, yeah. We right. lost my junior year and senior year. We lost the game before getting to play at Citizens Bank. Yeah, like you the, didn't play here. So right. I never got to play here until I was a big leaguer, which is you know a little better than Carpenter Cup, which And is cool. in 2008 when the Phillies won, were you here at that I game? I was or? not. I was at college, uh, oh. University of Virginia. My roommate went to Germantown Academy, John Barr. So we were uh, we were celebrating down there. The kids 
two of the guys that lived across the hall were wrestlers from Germantown Academy. So we had our crew of Philly people that were uh, celebrating down there. Um, I came in 09 when they lost to the Yankees, so maybe I was bad luck. I don't know. but um, <laughs> so what I didn't get what to go in 08. What other schools – you weren't recruited out of high school – or you weren't drafted out of high school. Correct. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, told, I talked to some teams. I was just like, college is for me. I'm not going to sign, so nobody drafted me. And what me. else were you looking at besides UVA? Uh, pretty much came down to UVA or Vanderbilt. Um, looked, checked out Georgia Tech – but mostly the Southern schools, but it was pretty much going to be Van- Vanderbilt or Virginia, and uh, went with Virginia, and it's been, you know, best decision. Vanderbilt's a great program, too, but at the time, when I was going through college, I don't think they ever made a World Series, and we did, so made the right choice. Right, so you, did you hit it right at its trajectory, UVA's baseball program? Because they won the national championship, I know, yeah, after, after you guys, mm-hmm. but um, you guys started, it seemed like at the deeper you went, like your junior year was probably... It, it just kept getting better and better. Yeah, right? my sophomore year, we won. We made it to the World Series. We were the first team ever. So that's, you know, being the first to do anything in a program is really cool, especially one that's been so good now. And then my junior year, we were way, we were awesome. We ended up losing the game before Omaha. We, I think we didn't lose back-to-back games the whole year until the last two games there. I mean, we had like nine losses on the year. We were really good. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, moving forward, they made it a couple more times and they finally broke through and won it with uh, Adam Hazley, who's now you know teammate here. Uh, but yeah, we kind of were. We like to think that uh, me and my buddies, you know, we were the start of that. We'll we'll uh, take that one with us, even if other now, people. Now, you disagree. and Adam, like b- being two guys from UVA, do you guys talk to each other a lot about I don't know the Florida State game coming up, or are you guys do you guys talk UVA? Yeah, a little bit. Um, we talk about the pitching coach at UVA just left, so we'll talk about stuff like that or stuff with the baseball program. Um, you know, the football team's getting better, so we've talked a little bit about that. But yeah, it's cool to have somebody that actually cares about that stuff. Right. <laughs> And me. Yeah, and John. <laughs> but then this is where I, I have a problem with you a little bit, Phil, because then you got drafted by the Braves. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, this, this is where I have a problem. <laughs> well, I'm serious. Was there, any, was there just any part of you said, no, nah, that's okay, I'll pass? Or, <laughs> it or, was a little weird. Uh, <laughs> before you get the business side of baseball, it was a little weird because, I mean, anyone that grew up around here hated the Phillies cause they, or the Braves because right. they, they, they were so good. They were so good forever. They won, what was it, like 13 division titles in a row? Sean, I really think that's where, I, you know, I think I put it out there. Listen, you know, if a team wa- if the Braves want to come and draft me, I'm not available. <laughs> John, if, think about it. If you were a Philly, you grew up a Phillies it. fan. You get drafted in Major League Baseball. Who gets an opportunity to do that? <laughs> and I don't care who it is. Yeah, but it's the Braves. you got to, like the tomahawk chop, everybody's doing that all around you. And I don't know if I could do it. And the Mets. If the Mets drafted me, I'd have to say hey, if no. You're drafted, if you're a football player and you got drafted by the Cowboys, you wouldn't, you, you would say, no thanks, I'm going to. Exactly. Yeah. I'll sell aluminum siding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, going through the draft process, I actually – Going with my agent and everything, the Phillies called me. They were thinking about taking me, I don't know, right around whenever I got picked. Didn't, you know, which would have been great. And I have no regrets. It ended up, this is great how it's ended up. Who makes that call? Was there a scout uh, that you remember from the Phillies or somebody who was in touch with you? I don't remember any specific Mm -hmm. names. Yeah, we definitely met. I met with a Philly scout. I don't remember the name. It would have been our Mid Atlantic, obviously, scout down there. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but um, it worked out. You know, the Braves Braves were great to me. Um, Made my debut there. So always, you know, don't want to say it too loud, but always have a special place just because they understood. gave me that chance. Yeah, I understand. So what, what is life? Because uh, you've gone minor leagues, major leagues. What is life? Like, tell the fan, listeners out there, in the minor leagues, like when you're in the minor leagues, when, especially when you're young, you're, you're on long bus trips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, a lot of people don't realize football players go right from college, right to the NFL. Baseball players have to pay their dues, right? And it's paying your dues. Yeah, you mean you're making no money. I think uh, – you know, you're clearing under $10,000 a year for sure. I mean, you don't make much money. Um, the bus rides are 
pretty crappy. Um, but Taco Bell is every night. Yeah, I try. You try <laughs> to eat healthy. It's actually way better now. Right. The the teams do a better job with nutrition and everything. But mm. yeah, you're riding all through the night. Um, but there's something that you know you're kind of going through with through some people with it. Um, you're going through it together. And like there's some of my closest friends, the guys that I got drafted with, and who may not have made it up. But when you go through stuff like that, you get, only get closer and. Um, you know the the memories are fond now. I probably forget the the worst stuff. As once you get to the big leagues, everything behind you looks like awesome because you got here. But um, it's it's definitely tough. The travel's brutal. I mean, you'll get in at like six in the morning, play that night, ride the bus ten hours. Um, did you so play in the South Atlantic League? I did only that, for like two months. Because that seems like there's a there's a wide yeah right. I mean, I mean you go from rides. I played in Rome, Georgia, yeah. which I I guess Savannah's south, farther south, but. About as far south as you can go, and you call them up to Lakewood. Right. We didn't play Lakewood when I was there, luckily. We came up to um, Hagerstown. And they bus that, right? They don't fly, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we came to Hagerstown. That was like 12 hours we bussed. Um, and the buses, you know, they're just a normal bus. Usually not sleepers at that level. So you're kind of, you're back, you're just hunched over in a seat for like 12 hours trying to find a way to sleep. I've got some, uh, actually, Phil, I went around to some of our employees, and I said, all right, we got Phil Gosson on. Uh, give me some questions that you've always wanted to ask a Major League Baseball player. So it's, one of them's in line with that. Okay, so uh, one person asked, what is the craziest thing that's ever happened on a bus trip in the minors? Or the majors. Or craziest the majors. thing. Um, minors or the majors. I remember a trip in Double A when I was in Mississippi with the Braves. We were, had like a 10 a.m. game. And then we were traveling. We're like, oh, this is sweet. We're going to get into whatever the next city, you know, early. And we broke down and had to sit on the side of the road for like five hours while we waited for a new bus. Uh, so that's – I've had that happen a couple of times. That's probably the first thing that I'm comes sure to mind. I'm sure it wasn't hot out at all in No, it was like we were in like Huntsville, Alabama, <laughs> I think, Alabama. or something. Oh, yeah, and it was oh. just like – can't get me out of here as quick as you can. All right, this is from our merchandise guy, Scott Brandreth, who's in charge of all the giveaways. Mm-hmm. Right, so he went in. When you were a kid, uh, what are your? Did you do you remember any fil- favorite Phillies giveaways, or do you remember any <laughs> giveaway that you want you heard about but you didn't get that you wanted? Uh, I don't remember specific giveaways, but I did ha- like the coolest Phillies thing I remember getting as a gift from my parents was I had like a little like fake locker in my corner of my room with uh, Darren Dalton. I put Darren Dalton's name on it and his number ten and all that. Um, so that was definitely like a you know centerpiece of my room as a kid. Um, did you meet Darren picture. Dalton at any point? I don't. I never got to meet him. Uh, no. Um, but he was guy. one of one of my favorite guys too. Growing up, he was awesome. All right, the uh, Chrissy Long, who's retiring this year. Uh, she's the one you might see out in the field that's been – this is her 49th season. Yeah. We've had her on earlier. Uh, but she's in charge of all the pregame, okay. crazy, all the entertainment and everything. So she wanted to know, what do you think of all the pregame promotions? As a player, do you watch any of the acts that are going on or any of the silliness that goes on? Uh, some of them. A little bit you become immune to it. I've been, to, I've had plenty of times in the minor leagues where my brother or whoever's at the game and they're like, oh, did you see that in the third inning? And I'm like – Dude, I'm getting ready to hit. Like, I wasn't I'm not attention. watching the dizzy bat race. But there are, there, are some, there are some cool ones I remember, like whenever the superstars or stuff like that come out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you notice, you remember certain ones for sure. Clammy Sosa, was he one Clammy of your Sosa, Clammy. Ken Giraffe. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen them countless times. Roger Clemens. Yeah, yeah, they've been to a number of the Philly Fanatic birthday parties, so we know them well. Yes. This is a good one. I like this one. This is from Brian Mahoney, who's in our sales department. Used to be the GM of the Trenton Trent Thunder, Thunder, right? Yeah. That's right. Uh, but he said, if you could have a year supply of, of whatever product or service, uh, which company would you want to be aligned with? In other words, so you could be the spokesperson for Toyota okay. and you get a, you get a Toyota, <laughs> or you could be the spokesperson for whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know Knowles has the Yingling market Yingling, corner. Right. So He's got a that, good one there. So using that uh, as, a, as a template, <laughs> what would be your sponsor that, like, 
that you would love to have the Phil Goslin. Um, no, Yingling's pretty good. I won't go with that since Knowles has it. Um, I mean, just going with the local. I love tasty cakes. I grew up with those on, you know, the butterscotch crimpets, the cupcakes, all that. We always had those. My mom always loved them, so we always had that. That would be a pretty good sponsorship. That's I a think. good one. Well, Might not be good for my, uh, you know, my diet, but that's all right. <laughs> We're gonna have to ask Paul Ritter or tell Paul Ritter that, that we have a <laughs> right. big tasty cake guy. Uh, all right. That's that's all I got. What do you got, yeah. Tom? Yeah. Well, uh, no, I know we we don't want to keep Phil too long. I know you have a quiz yeah. you want to miss. Oh it yeah. Down, Let, let's get let's get right into that but, quiz. But one, I do have to ask you, and I know you've been asked this a hundred times, but I got to ask you when you got the call that hey, the Phillies uh, do want you to you know come on in and uh, you know want want you to sign you know with the Phillies. I mean, what, what when you first heard about that? I mean, what was your first reaction? Uh, I'm just excited. I mean, like my agent called me. I don't know, probably November, whenever the process starts, and yeah. said that they were interested and. You know, is that good thing, bad thing, being close to home? You know, because sometimes guys, it can be a little overwhelming at times being around home. But I was just really excited. Um, and then putting on the uniform in spring, but it was great. But when I got the call to, you know, the regular season to come up here, it was it was crazy. In a lot of ways, it was almost better than the, the first call I got back in 2013 with the Braves just because of the, the history and yeah. my love for the team and everything growing up. Um, kind of like the childhood still, coming. Are you still getting slammed for ticket requests? Uh, not too bad. I'm pretty good at saying no at this point. Um, <laughs> my dad comes a lot. Any of my family I'm good with, but besides that, um, I try not to, you know, spend too much money on tickets. But <laughs> anyone in my my brother, my sister, my parents, anyone like that, it's tough. My sister's got four kids and my brother's got two, so they roll deep when they come in. Right. But uh, <laughs> anytime they want to come down, you know, it's fine. Have awesome. you ever given your comps to a Hartford school graduate? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> We'll keep it that way. <laughs> That's what we have against each other. <laughs> and, Tom, did you know that as a junior in 2009, uh, Phil set the UVA record for hits in a season with 100, batted 382. You know what, John, still, I do is that know still that because I do my homework, too. I think so. I, it was, I broke Zimmerman's record at the time. We'll, we'll, even if it's not, we'll just say it's still the record. All right. That is impressive. That's very <laughs> impressive. All right, let's roll right into the quiz. All right, here we now, go. How many uh, questions, John? I've got eight questions. Eight questions. Uh, we do this to every guest. Okay. Uh, again, this should be right up your alley. Um, but, Tom, what does he win? He wins free tickets to Fan Appreciation Day on September 29th. All awesome. Right. You can, uh, you and a friend can come to the game. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not a Harvard School graduate. Exactly. All right. There you have it right there. All right. Question number one. Are you ready, by the way? Let's do it. Are you nervous? Here we go. A little bit. No, you shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Number one. Which of these celebrities did not go to Malvern Prep? Okay. Kay. Did not go to Malvern Prep. David Boreanaz from Bones and uh, Seal Team and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Jim Croce sang Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Soupy Sales, who's an actor, comedian. And D. Fran Dunphy, uh, former head coach of Temple and also University of Pennsylvania. I know, I know Boreanaz went there. Um, Dunphy, I know coach there. I'm, I guess he would probably went there then. Who are the, the Soupy s- Sales, who's a comedian and actor. Uh, who's well before your time. It's on Match Game 76 <laughs> and Jim Croce. Um, my brother went to school with Matt Croce. I don't know if that was his son or his. We'll go with the, the soupy one. Soupy Sales <laughs> is correct. Yes. Correct. And obviously yeah. you don't listen to our podcast because <laughs> Soupy Sales is the answer to every one of those questions. Okay. I do it every time. So, uh, All right. Number two. Which of these celebrities did not go to UVA? Okay. Okay. Katie Couric. Art Garfunkel, Tina Fey, Edgar Allan Poe. Um, Katie Couric, I'm pretty sure did. Tina Fey, I'm pretty sure did. 
What were the other two? So it's down to Edgar Allan Poe, who's uh, you know the writer of the, the writer, Raven yep. and all that. And then you have Art Garfunkel from Simon and Garfunkel. I'll say Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel is Bang. correct. He went to Columbia. That's where he met Paul Simon. Katie uh, Couric went to UVA. Katie huh? Couric, yes. How about I, that? I saw her uh, uh, overserved at a graduation. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yes. Did you uh, ever and meet she her? Had, Did you say hi? Or? Yeah, because she had Austin Powers teeth. When you know, when remember everyone had all the the Austin Powers teeth, and she was literally going up to people really? in a big field, going, <laughs> "How about <laughs> Not that? Not my bag, America's baby. sweetheart was <laughs> Katie impersonating Austin yes. Powers. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, here we go. All right. What team drafted UVA basketball star Kyle Guy? Okay, was it the Denver oh. Nuggets, the Atlanta Hawks, the Utah Jazz, or the Sacramento Kings? He got traded like six times, didn't he, after he got drafted? I think it was the Kings. Kings is correct. He's isn't three for three. Is he, with the, is he with somebody else? Isn't the, didn't he get traded? No, I think he's still Oh, he's still Kings. there. Okay, I thought he got and traded. If, if oh, no, Jerome was the one that got traded yeah, on Jerome. draft night. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. All right, Ratty, you should get this one. Who was your first home run off of? Was it Jesse Chavez, Jared Parker, Kendall Graveman, or Jesse Hahn? Jesse Chavez. Jesse at Chavez. Turner Field, no longer. Nice. Against yes. the A's. Yes. Right? What, mm -hmm. you knocked him right out of the game with that home run? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he, he quit the game after that home run? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, number five. Uh, in 2007, you mentioned you played in the Carpenter Cup quarterfinal game. What did you do as a pinch hitter in the fifth inning? Was it a single, double, triple, or home run? That's easy. Uh, I hit a homer, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hitting a Even homer. I knew that yeah. in my, my homework, Phil. Uh, you hit the home run in the Carpenter Cup. Three more questions. He is, I don't think we've ever had, not to put the pressure on you. A perfect score. We've never, we had never a perfect score. The last one's <laughs> going to be really tough. Okay. Uh, this is number six. Who leads the Phillies in stolen bases this year? Is it Scott Kingery, Bryce Harper, Roman Quinn, or Cesar Hernandez? Oof. Probably going to get it wrong just after you said that. Uh, so Kingery, Harper, Quinn, or Hernandez? I don't think Q's been healthy enough. He probably would be leading if he was. Um, I'm going to say Caesar. Scott Kingery. Oh. Oh, that's all right. That was my vlog just there because he was hurt for a little bit. I didn't thought all the right. same thing. Two more, two more questions. You jinxed him, John. <laughs> uh, second to last question. What year did the Fanatic, since you're talking to the best friend of the Fanatic right here, not here but over there, what year did the Fanatic arrive from the Galapagos Islands? Uh, 1976, 1978, 1982, 1974. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's 10 years before you were born. <laughs> 78. <laughs> 78. <laughs> I right. do know my birthday. If, if you can get all these correct, right, you will, we will say that you got the last one. Okay. You, you, you can take the scratch because this is a tough <laughs> one. Can you name the 11 players from UVA that are on Major League Baseball rosters right now. Oh, we were actually talking about this in the dugout last night. We were having a little competition with, pen, Tom, with Brad Miller from Clemson saying who's got more guys. Um, All right, so I'm going to check them off. As, and, you, okay. and obviously yourself. We'll give okay. you that. Me, Hayes. Yep. Um, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. Josh Spores. Josh Spores, yep. Uh, Zimmerman, Doolittle. Zimmerman, Doolittle. Um, John Hicks. John Hicks. Looks like you have th uh, four left. Ooh, four more. Four left. Um... I don't think Reynolds is active anymore. Is he's he? not. Yeah, he's not. Um, Four left. Uh, I could even give you the teams if you need some little help. Oh, man. Uh, one place for the Toronto Blue Jays. He used to play for the Astros. Oh, uh, Fisher. Yep. Yeah, Derek Fisher. Okay, one's playing for the Orioles. Uh, Orioles. Pitcher. Uh, Brandon Klein. Yep. All right, one place for the Angels. Matt Dice. Yep. And then the last one is someone who just got called up. Somebody, just, oh, one of my... 
probably the best player in UVA history. One of my good buddies, Danny Holson. Danny Holson and yeah. ding, 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 nice. ding, ding. Yeah, he's look at that. That's impressive. So wait, so is there, are there more UVA or Clemson guys? I'm guessing UVA, but we were we were throwing names out. We weren't counting, but I know at one point last year we had the most guys in the big leagues. It was around 11, 10, 11, 12, whatever it was at the time. But yeah, we're wow, more than Vanderbilt. It was at the when I remember at the time. I think it was Long Beach. State, which we have a few guys here from there. Uh, UVA and Arizona State were all, I think they were the top three at one point. But Vandy, will, yeah, they're probably top everybody here in yeah. a couple of years with all the guys they get drafted. Look at that. Who knew? And uh, Drexel University, how many guys are playing? <laughs> did you look that one up? John, <laughs> that's not, my alma mater. I did not look up Drexel University. Uh, Rob Brooks, Sorry. how about you? What? Uh, no, t uh, Temple had Johnny Marzano and Bobby yeah. uh, Higginson? Yeah. Right, Bobby Higginson. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, tough to, it's tough to have bros when they don't have a baseball <laughs> yeah, that's program. True. So. <laughs> that's true. All right, well, Phil, uh, appreciate you taking the time to we, uh, be with us. Uh, Rob Brooks, thank you. Uh, we got to get out of here, John. Yep. All right, thanks again, Phil. All right, thanks and for we'll having me. And we'll see you at the ballpark.